Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa Know How. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Raw Recap, or should I say the Wrestling Recap, because we're going to cover a lot of things today. The AEW versus NXT stuff, Friday Night SmackDown that happened here in L.A., Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, and then we're going to talk Raw. So there's a lot going to be happening. We might even slide in a Joker review. All right, there you go. That's what we're talking about. I'm your host, John Roca, joined, as always, by the man who's been traveling around the world over the last few days, uh, covering all this stuff with uh, wrestling on the pro wrestling sheet. That is 
is Ryan Satin. How are you, bud? Boom, that's me. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, 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 we're not all, we're probably. I still, I'm still working out the schedule. We're probably not. Yeah, uh, gonna always cover this much stuff here. But like John Roca said, uh, I have been traveling. I was not here last week. We didn't get to do a raw recap. We didn't get to yeah. do wrestling sheet radio. A lot happened. We didn't get to talk about it. So I did want to cover a little bit of it. Hopefully, it's not too late for you guys. Hopefully, you haven't heard <laughs> all this to add nauseum from all the other uh, podcasts you listen to. But I wanted to talk about a few of these little things. Uh, and like I just said, I have been traveling. So if you haven't mm. checked them out yet, I've been uploading a ton of interviews to the Wrestling Sheet YouTube channel. Uh, I got on there, uh, you know, my, you know, talking to Triple H, yeah. talking to uh, Shayna Baszler, talking to Matt Riddle, talking to the Undisputed Era, talking to Bianca Belair, talking to Street Profits. All have lots of good stuff to say. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys check out those videos. Eventually, probably sometime later this week, I'm going to upload those to as one long episode to uh, the podcast feed as well. But if you go watch the videos, if you've got some extra time, it helps me out a lot. Uh, if you check them out, it helps me convince Collider to send me to more stuff like that. So please, <laughs> they're not super long. They're all only like max. They're like some of them are, are ten, but most of them are like five minutes. So, yeah. so please, if you can, go check them out. I appreciate it a lot. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you guys like the videos, leave comments. I've been, uh, you know, I like them as well. So I reciprocate. So so please, please do that for me. It helps me out a lot. But like John Roca said, a lot yeah. of stuff happened, uh, and it kicked off with AEW versus NXT. Now you didn't watch NXT. I yet, did not watch it. No, but you did watch Dynamite. Yes. Uh, what were your overall thoughts about Dynamite? Incredible. What do you want me to say? There's nothing more to say. It was fantastic. Really enjoyed what happened between uh, the wrestlers there and what they were setting up and everything that I just uh, thought to myself, like, this is how you come out of the box. And then when you look at Hell in a Cell, in retrospect, when you compare it to Dynamite, you're like, okay, this is uh, what this is. Well, I don't know if it's fair to compare Dynamite to Hell in a Cell. Why? Well, no, you compare it to. Dynamite comes out on top, so I think it's fair. But you got to compare it to, like, SmackDown or Raw, if that's what we're going at. And SmackDown crushed dynamite that had four million viewers oh you mean views and it was a better show i don't agree with you at all but okay really yes oh my god smackdown but yeah no i can't i can't but anyway what talk, did you like talk about, about well, no i want to know what you i don't you're very general here and i'm i'm, I'm a little wondering what you like no, no, so you, much you, about it you talk first no, no i'm wondering because i don't dislike it but you seem yeah. to love it like like they did something great and it's not that i didn't love it yeah i enjoyed the show that i watched but i did feel like you know uh, Did you feel they were treading some old ground or that they didn't yes. advance stuff that was more interesting? Uh, well, I guess not treading old ground is not the right word. I, I think yeah. that, you know, for the past 10 months, they have been talking like such a big game about how they're going to like reinvent wrestling. It felt mm-hmm. like, you know, we're going to reboot wrestling, I think was even mentioned by Co- uh, Cody at one point that, that Tony wants to Tony Khan wants to reboot wrestling. Right, right. They were going to do things differently. And I don't know if I felt like I saw things that were that a show that drastically did things differently. To okay. me, I felt like I saw a show that was a gr- good wrestling show. Right. Don't get me wrong. If I saw that, if I watch it every week, I'm going to be pumped. Uh, I have a hard time believing they're going to be able to keep up that pace of wrestling mm-hmm. every week. That's going to be tough, especially if they're going to have these dark match shows now as well on, on Tuesdays. Um, but it's not that I didn't like it. I don't, I don't want it to look that way. Okay. I just felt like they talked such a big game, and I don't know if I felt like I feel like the people who are talking about how much they loved it more so have a hate boner for WWE and we're just excited to have something 
different out there. Well, I, cer- I certainly don't have that. I, I just enjoyed the fact you had something. I don't want to hate boner for WWE. Uh, I like. I, I just want it to be good. Uh, you look at th- this. I mean, I thought the Rhodes Guevara match was good. I thought the, the 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 reaction afterwards, the shaking of the hands, and the, that weird conversation, which has been some funny memes going on about See, that, that conversation. You didn't like it. Well, because it was, the only thing I didn't like okay, about don't you it, like the four horsemen hugging each hold four, on. Four women hugging liked, each other. I liked the the match. The match okay. was really good. They had they had a killer match between the two. Yeah. I didn't like the handshake afterwards because Sammy Guevara had just put his hands on Cody's wife not like five minutes before that yeah. and shoved her in front of him so that Cody would would hit her. And five minutes later, he's just cool with the fact that, that he put his hands on the guy's uh, on his wife. Hey, you know how it is in the heat of battle. On, sometimes in the heat of you battle, do. sometimes you, you, you hit a man's wife. <laughs> no, no. I don't know what wrestling I don't in wrestling. Know what, God, fights you're getting into over <laughs> here, but in my, wrestling. In the fights that I have seen, that's like no, no, number one. And so the, the fact that the guy put his hands on his wife to get this major heel heat. <laughs> but and she's then a heel. So what's the difference? What? Fair, uh, fair, but to Cody. The Rock put his hands on Stephanie, on woman. But like to Cody. Cody seen, but to Cody, that's his wife. Right. But she's still a heel. And but so, not to Cody. And to Cody, you got to defend your wife's honor. And this guy just put his hands on your wife. And then you put your hand. And then you shake his hand. Obviously, this was done just to set up the attack from Jericho, sure, which bro. was done well. That was I fantastic. liked the attack from Jericho. Yeah. I, I liked how it went into the commercial break. I like how they had the picture in picture going. That was right. smart since NXT had said they were going to have um, uh, limited commercial breaks. Um, I, I, I liked the, everything that happened with Jericho. Also, I, I, I don't want to gloss over the fact that I did. My favorite part of the whole show probably yeah. was the package that they did before Sammy versus Cody. Yep. It was very Road 2-esque, like they've been doing on their YouTube channel. It had a very like UFC uh, fight-like mm-hmm. feel where you were seeing them in, in their real day-to-day lives. I liked that. I thought okay. that was really good. If anything, their whole, like, they didn't say these words, but the whole like reinventing the wheel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that was the most different approach of like, okay, I like that. That's like reality documentary based right. in 2019. That's the vibe. I liked that. Okay. Uh, I liked the renegade vibe of AEW. I felt like the whole show, mm-hmm. because it was a little less polished than WWE, because there was a little less um, people walking on eggshells thinking that they have to answer to Vince McMahon afterwards. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it had a little bit more renegade vibe to it. Yeah. Um, I liked um, uh, Pac versus Hangman. I liked the women's. That was a good match. Good match. I liked yeah. the, the women's match. Um, and right. I, I, I loved the main event. Nyla I thought Rose. the main event was great uh, in terms of like showing off who you're supposed to be interested yeah. in. Yep. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho. Um, and, and also. Did you uh, like Swagger coming Ortiz. in? I like Swagger coming in so much more than other people liked Swagger yeah, coming in. It would yeah, seem. Yeah, yeah, I the, did. The internet reaction was very negative towards it. Well, because Swagger, the last time, you know, he, you know, he hasn't really kind of built up that kind of thing. Oh, Jack Swagger. You know? and, and also, he had a to some some people didn't love his run in Lucha Underground. Right. I didn't actually watch it because that right. was the season I was protesting Lucha Underground, so I didn't really right. see it. Um, you know what? I, the reason I liked it in retrospect, because I watched NXT first because I was there, mm-hmm. and then I watched the AEW show, and, and I'd already seen what happened, one, and two, um, I saw a few tweets that Jericho had retweeted, mm. and it kind of explained it in a better way than um, what they did on TV. Not in a better way. I shouldn't say that because the, it, it was supposed to be a cliffhanger. Right. Uh, but one of the things Jericho retweeted basically was implying that this group that he has created is like uh, his version of the elite. It's like Bizarro elite. Yeah, yeah. So it's like 
the main guy. He's the Kenny Omega of the group, you know. And then um, the the young up and comer, which is like Hangman Page. They've got Sammy Guevara, yeah. and then and then um, that's a weird one. Um, yeah, Santana and, and, and Ortiz, then Santana as the, like young the Young Bucks, Bucks. yeah, yeah, and Jack Swagger's the Cody, the former yeah. WWE guy who people uh, underestimate, you yeah. know. So I kind of like that dynamic. Um, and so also, you know, I, I I know some people are like, oh, former WWE guys, it's just like WCW or Impact or whatever. Um, but but at the same time, like Jack Swagger, I always like Jack Swagger. Right. Um, and I think that they need more size on the roster. Well, like they need big guys on the roster, too. And so I think Jack yeah. Swagger helps bring that credibility uh, and and that size that they need. I compare this moment to what happened with uh, 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 Brock Lesnar at the um, SmackDown thing, right? I, to Kane. Cain Velasquez coming out. The audience didn't know who the fuck Cain was. No offense, but nobody knew who the fuck, unless you're a UFC guy or person. There's not a lot of people who knew Cain was when he came out. When At least Swagger has some name when he comes out, some recognition, well, some reaction. Wait, wait, wait. wait. He Are you saying that Jack Swagger to is wrestling a bigger fans, name than yes. Cain Velasquez? To wrestling fans, yes. I guarantee you they know who Jack Swagger is more than they know who Cain Velasquez is. I don't think that's fair to say because the reason people didn't know who Cain Velasquez was because I don't think people didn't know who Cain Velasquez was because I was there. I think it was more so we couldn't see him because the big screen wasn't playing who he was. So from far away, the people who were not close, yeah. a lot of us thought it was Dominic at first. A lot of us thought he was walking out with Dominic and it was right. like, what's going to happen? And then when he took his shirt off, it was like, wait, that's Dominic is not that buff. Wait, Oh, shit, that's Cain Velasquez. And they didn't play it on the big screen until right. he got in the ring. Jack Swagger was in the ring, on the screen, instantly because he rolled in. He didn't come right. up from the ramp. So I don't know if it's quite but comparable. But people would have known as soon as he appeared at the ring. I watched the AEW thing. I don't think that he got much of a – he didn't get a giant reaction either, Jack Swagger. I, that's not my point. My point is that people know him, so that's I, why that's why well, I, more people know who Cain Velasquez I, is than Jack Swagger. I don't think so. Well, it's, uncompar- it's not comparable. I, what do you mean it's not comparable? Amongst wrestling fans, I think people know Jack Swagger more than know Cain Velasquez. And so, well, but, but so my point you're is amongst this. wrestling fans. That's what I'm talking. Well, who the fuck's in the who's watching amongst this? people? Yeah, but, I, but, is but way who more cares famous. about that? I'm I, talking you, about wrestling. Lots of people care because there's more people, more eyeballs on Cain Velasquez than there are on Jack Swagger. Since when? I'm, I'm just, since when? I'm just saying to you, if it's Conor McGregor, that's a whole other conversation. Ronda Rousey, last is one of the biggest UFC fighters ever, too. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think you he's. Know, you know, you lost so many Mexican name. points here. By the way, you're talking about Cain Velasquez because Cain Velasquez is a fucking Mexican icon. I'm sorry, Dad, and <laughs> and and also he's the only guy. Well, not the only guy, but he's one of the few guys that is actually beaten up Brock Lesnar. Absolutely. And you're doing a great PR job for him, and congratulations, <laughs> he should hire you. My point is that I understand why they went with Jack Swagger because that's a name that people know in the wrestling world. So if you're going to slide him in, that's who you go with. Whereas when you go with Kane, you've got to do all this work to get people to catch up to understand why Kane even came out. You don't have to do that with Swagger. And that's what I'm saying. It's a shortcut that makes sense amongst the wrestling world. And they're not like WWE now is with Fox, and so they have a, a larger center Energy picture that they have to play so with. You're telling, they're the up and coming upstarts rebels, so they're using people that people know. So you're telling me that if you were running a promotion, that you would rather have Jack Swagger than Cain Velasquez? I would take neither. You didn't answer my question. Okay, I would take Swagger. If you I'm running a wrestling, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Where am I running the wrestling promotion? What's my level? If you were running, let's, okay, fine. You were running. 
if I'm question. running the Roca Wrestling Federation, yeah. and we're up and comers, I get swagger every time. If you're, I don't like get a- you're running AEW, let's say they put Roca in charge of AEW, and they go, I'm you only Fondas. get one to put in Jericho's new stable. Who is it? Jack Swagger or Cain Velasquez? Jack Swagger. What? Without a question. That's crazy. You're, you're biased because you're Mexican. I respect that. But I am. Not, I am. Not, I just. Don't, I don't think Cain Velasquez has the name notoriety that other uh, UFC fighters do. Uh, and so that's my point overall. Because the the crowd when he showed up, the crowd was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And it wasn't until the WWE showed it went backwards and showed video of him beating up Brock that people were like, "Oh, okay, we get it." But you know, that's a conversation for another time. Either way, I, I enjoyed uh, Dynamite a lot. But I agree with you, Ryan. It wasn't like the boom explosion that you were hoping for. Yes. I think those pay per views leading up to this kind of did that for AEW. But remember what we talked about when we were first uh, talking about them having a weekly show? It's great to start out the gate fun and awesome, and you're new and boom. But can you consistently keep it? Because that's always been the thing with WWE. Can they consistently maintain quality through the Raw, through SmackDown, through NXT, through all those things? It's not easy to do. So to AEW that's now. That's going to be the biggest thing. Honestly, exactly. when, I, when I was watching both shows, I was thinking to myself, there's no way both of these shows can keep up this pace going forward for yeah. the two weeks a year. Yeah. They're both going to need to interject fun storylines as well. I'm sorry. They're going to need to have backstage segments. They're going to need to do that. So there's no way. If not, it'll get boring. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I loved the AEW. I thought Dynamite was fun, but I thought it was so stupid that in that main event that there's a interference right in front of the referee, and because they refuse to do like referee bumps, he's looking right at a disqualification, and he's just cool with it, mm-hmm. letting Kenny Omega get taken out of the match and stuff. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jack Swagger has 255,000 followers on yeah. Instagram. Cain yeah. Velasquez has over a million. Oh, so cool. Cool. Just, cool. just in terms of like, you right. know, Kane has famous. a good social media presence. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, NXT, though, um, to yeah. switch gears a tiny yeah. bit before I have to move on. Um, I know you didn't watch this, so I'll just kind of put yeah, a few please. brief thoughts out there. Um, Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole was awesome. If you didn't watch it, go back and watch it. Those two killed it. If you're like an indie fan who likes uh, fast-paced PWG-style matches, I mean, they definitely did that. That's what they presented. Um, I loved, loved the, the vibe of, of Full Sail. I know they kind of get a lot of shit sometimes on the internet, yeah. Full Sail's audience, uh, but I felt like they were really there trying to elevate the product, and, and, and to me, I enjoyed it. I loved the, the, the energy of the crowd. They were clearly all there uh, to, to be part of it and, and loved it. They weren't there where there's the people trying to do what chance, no offense, and, and, and shit on what they're watching. So I enjoyed it. Um, I also liked uh, there's a the, we got to see Velveteen Dream for a brief minute. Yeah, we got to see, good promo. Uh, a killer match from Candice and Shayna. Uh, two women who I think are fantastic wrestlers. Candice Ray is one of my now. favorite female wrestlers of all time. So I loved seeing her in there, getting to show uh, what she can really do. So yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, and then the the main event where uh, we saw the tag team titles on the line. Those two guys, or those four guys, mm-hmm. uh, brought it. Uh, the fact that Finn Balor is NXT, though. Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, There's two it. things I want to talk about. All right, break the, it down. Finn Balor NXT. What do you think about Finn Balor being brought to NXT? I think it's not a negative because remember I've been saying for many months on this show that if you're not getting over in one thing, going down to NXT is not necessarily a negative. Maybe you get less money, but it's not necessarily a negative. And now that NXT is actually on a network and promoted as a network show, then that's even less of a 
kind of demotion, quote unquote, that it could appear to be if for Finn Balor. I think if Finn Balor is going to carry this thing, look, Jericho is on AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes is on AEW Dynamite. So the fact that you have Balor on NXT is not a negative. I think you're going to counter to counter. And I'm sorry, as much as Adam Cole, baby, and all that stuff is great, you got to have a name. Balor is a great name to bring into the situation. And don't be surprised that more people don't end up finding themselves back at NXT. Uh, 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 Apollo Crews being a prime candidate for that to happen because sometimes that's where you do your best work, right? Not everybody who does independent films can do feet, can do massive blockbusters. Not everybody's TV can do film. Not everybody's film can do TV. It's all where your talents shine the best. And to me, Finn Balor NXT makes sense. Occasional call up for Rumble or something like that so the fans can do the big celebration. Great. But I don't mind it. Uh, for, uh, I don't mind at all. I love it. I think it was a very smart decision. You know, I did... You know, one of the things I had mentioned on here a bunch was how I was hoping that when he came back, it would be with the OC, uh, and he would kind of get to yeah, see. Yeah, I know you wanted that to happen. Full club again. They were hinting uh, at it. They were hinting at it. But I actually think that you know the reason I wanted that is because I felt like Finn needed to get like his edge again. He needed to kind of feel mm. cool again, and I thought the OC could help him do that. Um, but from from watching him in NXT, I think sending him back to NXT to let him find that cool swirl around him that that was there before when he when he got brought up to the main roster i mean things really i mean like things really got off the rails mm-hmm. right after he got called up and he got injured after winning the universal title i yeah. think that and and he's never really been able to get back there mm-hmm. and i think that if there's any place that can kind of get him back there in the eyes of the fans in terms of like that's a guy we can see doing that. Yeah, is is a string of dope matches with with top uh, indie talent, mm-hmm. not indie talent, top NXT talent, I right. should say. Um, some of the, some of the, just that fast paced uh, indie style of wrestlers to show that he that he's still got it, that he's that he hasn't lost a step mm-hmm. at all. And also, one thing I had heard is that one of the reasons behind moving Finn back to NXT for a little while uh, would be to kind of. Um, Make the demon cool again. So to reestablish yeah, yeah. the demon, I think the demon was always better in NXT, yeah. and and the, the 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 fiend is doing so well on Raw, minus what happened to Hell in a Cell, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but um, I think they want to kind of get the demon mm-hmm. as a cool entity while not distracting from the fiend yeah. on Raw as well. So I think this serves good purpose uh, as well. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa came back at the end of the show. Okay pumped about that cool I, I, i'm so happy to see that tomato champ is back i think that a lot of people thought that he wasn't gonna come back at all wow um okay and so the fact that he's back he, that he's cleared for action yeah, yeah, yeah very cool um and it's interesting that he's kind of being positioned as a face this time yeah the fact that he came out against adam cole and kind of like confronted adam cole also bad night for adam cole last week he had a bunch of people confronting him so yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see what title match comes out of that so you want to be the top dog that's how it works okay you texted me afterwards real unhappy about it yeah what did you dislike so much i thought it was i thought it was a bunch of obviously predetermined matches with no tension no stress except i I love the rock coming out with becky that was great um what were some of the other matches i thought they were really boring matches uh, overall and i thought the hoopla of it being friday night smackdown and la blah 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 the new graphics i thought that got people seeing shiny happy objects and didn't actually look at this uh paper uh, sorry look at the show and judge it on its merits and to me i well, felt but like also, it didn't I think do that you're, well you're also judging it too strongly because the point of the show was all that glitz and glamour that you're referring to and not necessarily these like 
six star matches or anything like that. They were the point this of it. This is debut on Fox. Yeah, and the point of it was to show off the new graphics. What's the difference between this and AEW Diamond? Introdu- what? What's the difference between this and AEW Diamond? They're like both 50 years. They're bo- well, no, well, they're both premiering as quote unquote new shows. Yes, so the difference was. on new networks. So the difference is 50 years of history behind them. I mean, like the, the difference is that SmackDown has been on TV for 15 years. I yeah. mean, there's a huge difference. I mean, these are already established characters. To lots of people, right. and so they were trying to kind of like, hey, here's some of the people you're going to see. It was more of like an introduction of who you're going to see. Mm-hmm. To me, I thought they did a better job of like showing off who you're going to see than AEW did, because at least with WWE, these are people that are already known in the public eye. Yeah. I felt like AEW did a terrible job of establishing who any of these people are beyond that one promo thing they showed with Sammy Guevara and Cody. I think I you're not they wrong. assumed that the, everybody knew yep. who everyone was. Yep. And to me, that's not how you build a new audience. Yep. And so I feel like that's they fair. did a much better job of showcasing things that were going to get the Fox audience hype. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury, Cain Velasquez, showing off a sports element of things, uh, showing off that this is new graphics, showing that The Rock cares about this show. These right. are all things that the wrestling fan base were hyped on, I feel like. I, I don't. I think some of them were. I think some of them weren't. I mean, there were a lot of people who didn't like the the. SmackDown thing overall because look this is the thing that's I and I said this on live yesterday when we were talking about it to me I think wrestling fans hardcore wrestling fans devoted loyal wrestling fans of the WWE and SmackDown the show the brand need to understand this is what they're going to do now going forward this is what the WWE is about with Fox which is a which is it's great yeah in your opinion which is a larger approach a more macro approach to smackdown which implies they're going to synergize everything that's going on tyson fury we're going to bring him in cain velasquez ufc is on fox we're going to bring him in this is all synergy they're trying to connect everything through wwe so the regular wrestling fan a hardcore wrestling fan might get left behind your sensibilities your feelings your ideas of how the storyline should go Aren't, may not matter as much as they go after the more mainstream. That's such a crazy character. thing to say. Just I'm not crazy. From I'm telling one you, one episode of a show that you said yourself was trying to get attention. Yeah, clearly they did those things for attention, not because they're disregarding what the wrestling fans think going forward. That's such a fucking crazy one-sided way of okay. thinking. I didn't say they were disregarding it. I said like saying, it's not going to oh, matter as AEW much. AEW had Jay and Silent Bob on the show that they're not going to care, but they're going to care about celebrities just as much as WWE because they had on their first episode wanted to get some extra PR. That's fair. And I didn't say they were looking for celebrities. I said it's Synergy, which is Fox Sports and Fox and UFC on Fox. Fox Boxing and stuff they're doing with UFC PBC. UFC Fox isn't a thing anymore. PBC. They, they, show the prelim- Fox they show the preliminaries on Fox. Yeah, I don't think Fox, Fox, and UFC don't have a deal anymore. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm anyway, positive. That's the whole reason you, they got anyway, WWE is because it's because Fox lost UFC. That's the whole purpose. That's why they bought. Fox does the preliminary fights. They don't do or ESPN. I'm sorry, you're right. ESPN. Sorry, yeah. ESPN has it. But UFC has been on Fox. Yeah, right? and they lost so it. So there's got, no synergy with Cain Velasquez there, and but UFC. There is the fact that Fox did carry it for a while, so the fans understand they connect that. Okay. But you lost one that. peg of that. That's so fair. You know. That's fair. Okay. But then you've got this and idea. Why Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury? Is a huge has a huge following? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Though they only care about. They seem this only is, care. This about, is what I'm always seeing. cared about. With this. this is the first episode. This Ugh. is what people do. It's the same reason Jay and Silent Bob were on the first episode of Dynamite, and you're over here like this is the best thing, and you didn't say one word about the fact that they were pushing Jay and Silent Bob for 20 minutes on the sh- or for 15 minutes on Dynamite. But for some Jay reason, and Silent Bob Fury, who has a giant following as but, well. Who yes, the sports everything thing is context. Have, 
Jay and Silent Bob are always the underdog type thing. They're from an independent movie background. So it That's connects, not why they were there. connects to AEW as an independent movie, in essence, wrestling promotion. It's not why they were there. Battling the big dogs. What do you mean? That's not why they were there. They were there because they were promoting a, a, a studio movie. That has yes. to do with indie vibe. A studio movie? Yeah, they're, the next Jay and Silent Bob is They're taking film. it through Fathom Events on one night only stuff. It isn't like massive fucking the new Jay, promotion. The, the, new, the new Jay and Silent Bob is definitely a studio film. Yeah, but it's not, it's not going to be It's not going to be made for like $50 million. It's a $10 million movie, if that. And so it's not like... It's, it's not, so, a, it's not so an indie movie. Mean, it's yeah. made by a studio. All right, man. All right. I'm, I'm just saying. No, what you're saying but is I just bullshit. Think it's you say it's context. It's it is context. Yeah, context. How come when WWE has celebrity, famous people involved, it's like that? There, that's that. Fox Sports doesn't care about the wrestling fan. But when AEW I, has I've never on, said any like, of that. Oh, well, it's an indie vibe. It's okay when they do it. It's a never. I never said any of that. I never said that they don't care about the wrestling fan. You just said that. No, it's a vibe I said that you don't be surprised forward. if they don't factor their opinions in as much as they did before because they're after bigger fish. They're after the more mainstream audience that cares about those celebrity type people like Tyson Fury or uh, why Kane Velasquez. Why doesn't AEW have Jay and Silent Bob on the show? That's not the same thing. It's not even remotely close. Kevin Smith is just as big as Tyson Fury. Kevin Smith is a huge, giant following. He, he's on TV, multiple movies, sure. major podcasts. But it's, but it's always major. Po- look, yes, major podcast. Kevin is the whole podcast network. Sure, but Kevin is. He's uh, uh, attached. His name brand is to an independent vibe, independent film. Whether you want to accept it or not is really irrelevant. The truth is the truth. He is connected to an independent movie background, independent stuff. It took him this long to do the Jay and Silent Bob. He does comic book stuff. Once again, that's so all. Sure. That make kind you of, angrier? No, because that he's getting involved in wrestling than the guy who has a legitimate sports background who can actually fight people getting involved no. in wrestling. Since that's something that's been done in the wrestling business since it fucking started. No, because I think to me this makes a lot of sense. Like, for you, were you, would you have been mad about Anoki versus Muhammad Ali too? You would have thought that was stupid and like shows that they only care about they don't care about wrestling fans. Anoki thing, versus yeah. Muhammad Ali? No, I wouldn't have had an issue with that. You know what? Tyson Fury ain't Muhammad Ali, son. Not even close. And not even fucking close. We're going to put a pause in that one. I'm just saying, I'm saying that this is where they're going now, the WWE. I'm saying the fans need to be prepared for this. They're going after the bigger fish. They're going after the more mainstream audience. They don't necessarily, they're not going to come back to a, I don't know that they'll come back to a more of a, 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 I don't know, a grittier, hardier edge. That's supposed to be raw, which isn't really working. I don't understand how you got that from that. We've had Ronda Rousey in there for we had Ron Rousey W for a year no different than the Cain Velasquez situation having Tyson Fury make an appearance is no different than like Mayweather making an appearance I just don't see how these are things that like signal some giant change I just just don't I just don't know how that makes this is how it's always been in WWE we'll see going forward Ken Shamrock you know like I mean Dan Severn these Mm -hmm. are all Mm -hmm. time we've seen short stints of of MMA guys. Of UFC guys coming in. Yeah, yeah. MMA guys it's coming like in. It's not like this is like some giant signal shift in the, the mm-hmm. synergy thing. Yeah, I, I get it. That the, the, yes. Stroman Fox is calling baseball games. You That's know why Fox loves Cain Velasquez? Because he's a draw that, that people will watch that maybe haven't necessarily. That, he's that such he, a draw that when he came out, nobody knew who the hell he was, including you. Because I was, I was in a suite. I couldn't see his face until oh. I took his shirt off. I went to his shirt How do you take your shirt off and see someone's face? His face no, was not covered. Tattoos. Well, that's how his tattoos. Yeah, but I was you should like, know him oh, by his face tattoos. if he's so well-known in a Mexican god. I could barely see Rey Mysterio's face. You just face. saw The Rock. You knew who the fuck The Rock was without having taken his shirt music. off. 
I'll tell you uh, one time I sat in the I know who bleeds. Conor McGregor is from I, the last when row. When Charlie Hawes used to, when I, one time I sat in the last row and Charlie Hawes was doing that gimmick where he was impersonating people and Hulk Hogan's music hit, I thought for like five minutes Hulk Hogan was out there and it took me so long before I realized it was Charlie Hawes. So don't give me that crap, Roka. Well, I'm sorry your brain doesn't work as quickly. No, as it's called eyeballs, Roka. <laughs> they don't work, clearly. And you need glasses. Yeah. And I've been telling you this for a month now. Yes. All right. <laughs> anyway. Hell in a Cell. The ending sucks. Yeah, that man. we can that we can with, right? totally agree okay. on. <laughs> we can come together on that, my man. That was a horrific, um, horrific situation. Even X-Pac on the watch alone. Which was so funny. Called them out. All props to X-Pac for doing that, man. Sean was brilliant. To yeah. Do I, um, okay, said, you might not have me back, but The rest of the show I enjoyed. Uh, I liked the Bailey. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, um, I liked the Bailey match. I liked Bailey and Charlotte. Okay. Even though, you know, I know some people were against yeah. uh, Charlotte regaining the title, but I liked the whole them playing off of the crying on the floor thing mm-hmm. afterwards with Bailey. Um, the Hell in a Cell match between Sasha and Becky was fantastic. Tore down the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Tore down. Best match of the night. Yeah, oh, no question. And I will say this, and I said this on live as well, top five cage matches I've ever seen, in my opinion. It's a bold claim. Because I've seen, I saw spots in those, in that 35 minutes of fighting that I never saw in any male cage match that blew me away. I mean, her sitting on a chair with kendo sticks propping her up and Becky coming off the ring to drop kick her in mid-fucking-air off the chair. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> that was one of those ones where, like, it looked really cool. But you go, like, well, I'm pretty sure that would have hurt you more than them. But oh, whatever, sure. whatever. But it's still awesome. It's so much cool, so and that's the point. Yeah, and her, I mean, Becky using the chain to punch Sasha. I love that. that was, and that wasn't no little-ass chain that you get no. on a small fence. That was a thick piece of chain that John Cena used to wear around his neck when he was Thugonomics, Dr. Thugonomics. All that stuff was great. And those ladies gave and gave and gave and took. And Sasha took so many hits from her neck against the rope that I was getting scared. All those kicks that Becky did her three times in a row against the fucking cage. Well, she reportedly suffered, may, may have suffered an injury during the match. No so. surprise. Yeah. They were taking it's an insane amount of bumps. Some of the day about it was like, no surprise. Like, yeah. she, they, were, they, were getting, they were beating the hell out of each other. They were. And yeah. it was a hell of a match. Um, and so all probably to yeah, both of them. I think you worded that perfectly since we're running low on time. Yeah. I think that was perfect. I loved the Kabuki Warriors won the tag titles. I like the, the I like the Doug heel green, edge. The Muda, the green, the green mist, mist. Of the Muda, green awesome. Muda. I like it. I dig it. I like that something so simple can signify a heel turn. But yeah. there's also things during the match where they were clearly healing it up during the match. Yeah, that's um, weird, right? And if that's all it takes for Vince to, to let them talk on the mic, cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, um, I, at first I was like, well, you know, I don't know if I want Kyrie. To be a heel, she's so wholesome. She's got the 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 the, the, the pirate eyeglass thing, you know. I I, I love it. Uh, but then, you know, last night when she came out with the pigtails, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I could I could see that she was healing it up more last yeah. night too. And I was like, okay, so I I, I like that. Um, but let's get to the main event, man. I you know what's pissed me off the most about the main event? Sure, is that I was loving it until the end. Like I the was, red light fighting in the red the light. Red light was, that irritated me. You know what it was. The red light to me looked cool on television. I will give them that. Who's the champ? Seth. Then he shouldn't be fighting in the red light. The red light is for the fiend, and the fiend is the challenger. The champ should not be fighting in deficit to the challenger. That was ridiculous. That was them catering to the fans. No, because I look at like Gold. Didn't Goldas used to kind of wrestle in gold like that? And it was I don't recall that. The, I remember Kalisto, not Kalisto, sorry, Sinkara had his little Sinkara lighting for a long time, and it was just if he was in the match. Mm. I don't think it necessarily has to do with the champion. It's who's in the match. I'm but, just saying. But I think that the red lighting looked cool on TV, which, sure. so I understand why they went for it. I understand the mm-hmm. vibe they were going for. 
I will say, so this is very nitpicky in my in my sure, sure. opinion, but I, the the live audience also matters, and I do think it was probably really annoying for the live audience. It was probably mm-hmm. harder to see in the nosebleeds for the people like oh, me. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I think that. Uh, so I can see how that would have been bothersome to people there. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of didn't hate it on television. Um, but I can see how people were annoyed by it. It's a lot to just have this bright red light in your face the whole time. Yeah. But I got what they were going for. Okay. Um, the match itself, though, I was loving that they were making the fiend look like an absolute monster, like the, in full oh, yeah. horror movie um, uh, vibe. You know, getting hit with a kendo stick a bunch of times and then just turning around like he's Jason and yeah. just like. Nope, that didn't register in the slightest bit. All the foot stomps. All the stomps, and then just standing right back up. Yeah. You know, all those things, I was like, oh, man, like, they are making Bray Wyatt the, the most unstoppable force in WWE history. Mm-hmm. Like, he just took 15 stomps. I was, like, hyped. Yeah. I was like, man, this is awesome. Even that dumb mallet, I was into it. I was like, okay, also, how come the mallet is allowed when the mallet is this big? Yeah. Right. But the sledgehammer, which is this big, well, isn't is is too much and, and dignifies and, and deems worthy of a stoppage. Ryan, you don't even have to go that far. How does someone get to use a massively thick chain on their hand to punch someone which is more metal than a sledgehammer and can do more immediate facial damage to somebody how are they allowed to get away with that one but a a a sledgehammer is an issue is a chain more damaging than a sledgehammer? It's easier to wield. You can it is hit easier it. to wield. You can do more damage in a quicker amount of time than with a sledgehammer because you have to yank this thing around and hit it. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. That's what I'm saying. Um, I like it's steel on skin. No, you're, you're fair. Also. How come you can throw someone off a hell in a cell and yeah. that doesn't dignify <laughs> That's a, fair, a stoppage? That's an even better point. That's, I mean, like, come on, you know? I've seen, like, like I, I've seen, like, Triple H and Mankind or Mick Foley get into some wild right, hell. Right. Get, get out of here I with that. I think Triple H used the sledgehammer against Undertaker during their I've, one of their cage matches at WrestleMania. The barbed wire. Yeah, true. Two That's by true. four yeah. that'll get used in those matches. Yeah. Not cool, ref. Not cool. Those are the refs. This is Vince. <laughs> Say who's to blame here. The, uh, the internet went. Oh. Into, people booed. Well, so uh, chanted AEW at your paper. Dude, that, that was the worst. Uh, you know that was not good for them. Like that, nope. that, You know because on Raw they didn't mention this match until, until two and a half hours into the show. Um, and then that was the only time they mentioned it. They and started never with, showed Seth Rollins. They started with Seth at the beginning, and it was all about the Rusev situation. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. A pay-per-view just happened last night. How are you not going to reference it? And they didn't. And that is shameful, man. Yeah. Um, I, I th- you know... I, that's why I was so frustrated because I loved it. I thought the match was doing so well. You know, those that chair shot he did to, to Wyatt's yep, head, yep, yep. then the, the ladder. I was loving all of it until that finish. Like you said, that X-Pac thing where he just goes like, how the hell do you get a DQ in a, in a Hell in a Cell match? Yep. It makes no sense. I mean, a Hell in a Cell match should be reserved for the most, most intense blood feuds. Yep. It should not be reserved for just some random throwaway thing where you're not going to put the title on someone. That crowd was so behind uh, Bray Wyatt. Yep. Not one person in that arena wanted to see Bray Wyatt lose that match. Well, I don't, you don't want to make broad statements like that. I'm making it. 
I uh, made it. It's been made. You said it felt like a majority of the fans. That's fair. I'm sure there's a number of people who want Seth Rollins to win. No one wanted Who don't like The Fiend because he's an evil person. Fine. (laughs) Speaking of evil people... I want to know why you love the Joker so much. I, okay. Wait, wait, no, no, no. We're not jumping off this match. Okay. Just yet. You're not getting away this quickly. I said this months ago. They were pushing him too fast into the title fight, and this is what happened. Because they pushed him too fast, there wasn't enough history. They took a cheap way out, the creative did, and they got screwed by the fans and by the reactions within the within the arena. And if, why? Because you pushed him too quickly, so you knew yourself as the, as the story uh, storyline writers that you had to have him not win the title this early especially on the week where Lesnar already won and he's a damn heel you can't have two heels holding your belts and so at that moment they knew okay how are we going to have him lose to Seth to make the decision this it was a decision that was erroneous and stupid and the cheap way out but they wrote themselves into a corner and couldn't write themselves out of it the worst part you're, I don't some of that I'm with you on I don't know if I feel like they didn't push him too much too soon but yes I agree they, they shouldn't be in a title fight in their mind yes, they saw it as clearly as shit we booked ourselves into a corner because we in our eyes we can't give him the title yet yes because he's not there yet even though he could I, I think the audience dictated otherwise afterwards because I I think that they wouldn't have gotten that reaction had they given him the title. However, I do think that there are more creative ways they could have done yes. that. To me, the, the the reason people were most angry is because you had Bray Wyatt technically lose already. The Fiend, now in his second match, technically has a loss under his belt. Yes. Which you're like, really? Already? We're so into this. You didn't have to put him in a title match yet. So I think that was part of the issue. That, um, you know, I was talking to James McKenna, uh, who helps me with the site sometimes, mm-hmm. and you know, he pointed out to me a way more creative way that I think would have pissed off probably nobody okay. would have been if Bray Wyatt had been the reason for the match stoppage, not Seth Rollins. And that was because he pulled Seth out of the cell and took him back to the funhouse. And we finally got to see someone taken to the funhouse. And then the match would have just ended right. because he left the match well, and took Seth to the funhouse. And we could have seen some weird thing on Raw this yeah. week where Seth's trying to get out of the funhouse or he's fucking, or Seth's now weirdly in the funhouse and he has to find a way out. Something that would have been way more creative, in my opinion, than just a stoppage in a match that's supposed to have no stoppages. Yeah, I don't understand. It's supposed to be the one thing that is the end-all, be-all of a blood feud that you can do whatever you want because it's hell mm. in a cell. It means anything yep. goes. Yeah, I think so, too. I think you should have... Sorry just, for your microphones. I'm sorry for your ears for screaming. I think you should have thrown him through the, through the door. And I'll tell you why. It works as well, and that's a great point from James. Because a fiend should not give a crap about a belt. Why does a fiend care about being a champion of a wrestling promotion? I think that would have matters nothing to him. I think that absolutely would have displayed that much more. Absolutely, because the whole point that he's been saying all the way, someone took something from me. Yes. Someone did this thing. I'm going to burn it to the ground. I'm going to do what you said you can do with your theme song and everything like that. I'm actually going to show you what it means and burn it all to the ground. That would have made more sense by burning your champion, taking your champion and mentally messing him up. It isn't like... Like what they did with Daniel Bryan and the Wyatt family. No, this could be even more brutal, more vicious. And you that could have even use this as the gateway to find out what's actually going on in there. the funhouse. Because now he yeah, took someone there. Good point. So if you, if, if let's say Liv is possibly part of this, like people yeah. speculating on the internet, you could finally use Liv in that way because we finally see 
the other side of the camera. Right, Who's been right. helping him with it? We could see what's going on in the funhouse a little yeah. more. Why Ramblin' Rabbit's so scared? To me, those are much more creative yeah. ways out of that than just a DQ in a match that doesn't have a DQ. Somebody's got to be running those puppets if it's not him. That's what I'm saying. That's, I feel like this could have been the gateway yeah. into that because he Thoroughly dragged agreed. someone there. So Thoroughly I thought agreed. that was a great idea by James. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I, that was something that I saw online, but I liked it a lot. Shout out to him um, for that. Something I did see online that I was confused about is the Joker stuff, though. Okay. I know we got to fly by who stuff. We do. Raw. But, no, and I, I didn't dislike Joker. I don't know why you loved it so much. I like it because I think it's a piece, I think it's a piece of art. I think it's incredible. I thought uh, Todd Phillips had a really specific point of view he wanted to get across, and it probably irritated a lot of people. And you saw some of these uh, snarky reviews laughing at the film, which I think is hilarious. Why don't you go make something even close to this? Uh, I thought it was funny to see those kinds of people just use that film to work out whatever they're working out. And other critics actually took it for what it was and looked at it and gave it their points of views and said, okay, I didn't like it because of this, this, and this, or I liked it because of this, this, for me, the performance of Joaquin is incredible. I thought Todd Phillips uh, held a mirror up to what's happening in our society in so many ways that maybe irritated people or people didn't like, but it doesn't mean it's not true. Uh, it's his point of view. And as a director, he had a distinct point of view of what he wanted to get across. And I think as it came along as an origin story, it's supposed to leave you feeling ugly and dirty and scared and uncomfortable. And it's not about mental illness at all. Well, it was definitely about mental illness. No, no. Mental illness, it's a different situation, right? This didn't address a chemical imbalance in the guy. This addressed something that happened to him as a child that sparked why he is the way he is. And you find that out later in the film. Now, does he have ticks at the beginning of the film and through the most of the film at the, at the beginning of the, like the first hour of the film? You see he's got these weird ways of operating within the world, right? But he's aware of it. He's aware of it, right? Is he screwed over by the system? Yes, that's another thing he pointed out, how the system throws out people who are mentally uh, uh, unwell or struggling with uh, situations because they can't afford to keep them in these hospitals and society has to deal with them. And that's what I meant. Overall, I think he's making a comment about us, about society and what's happening in our world, even though it's set in the 80s, through the Joker character. I think, honestly, that, that message is why I didn't like it. It's because okay. I felt like, to me, the message was like, uh, spoilers, if you haven't seen Joker, fast forward for like three minutes just in case, because I'm going to say a spoiler here. This is your last chance. Okay. Pass, push fast forward a couple times. Last chance. Last chance. One, two, three. Okay. Um, <laughs> I felt like then the message was like, oh... If you're trying to get through life and it's just always beating you down, no matter how hard you try to fight it, no matter how hard you try to smile through it, no matter how hard you try to pretend it's not happening, that eventually the right thing to do is just give up. No. He's saying that this person with this set of circumstances decided to act this way. And look how much better it was for him when he decided to kill his idol. I don't think that's better at all. I think he's stuck on a path. Look of, how much that easy was. How, no, he became at ease. That's right. the whole reason he went mad because he, he became at ease with life when he decided to give up and kill his idol. Right. So he is that kind of evil and that kind of person. I, I don't know. understand anybody who comes out of that film feeling empathy for that guy or sympathy for that guy. For that last moment alone, that's Todd saying to you, do not feel sympathy or empathy for this person. Because he walks out with footprints of blood on the ground. He kills that psychiatrist. And people were like cheering it. Nah, maybe in your theater, not in mine. 
Mine there was. Damn, that's a shame. Because that's that should be happening. That's a that's not a good uh, person. And you know, here's a newsflash: Michael Corleone is not supposed to be a good person in The Godfather. Francis Ford Coppola went even deeper into Michael's evilness in the second one because he was mad that people liked Corleone, Michael Corleone after the first film. The people cheered for him. He didn't understand why people cheered for this guy, right? I think that's my problem but with it. But that's a comment about society. It's not about the film. No, totally. Society likes to cheer for evil people. Yes. We talk about a wrestling but I don't know if that's The Fiend is evil. But usually you show someone get their comeuppance. Usually in a movie like that, you, and that's why I think, yes, let's, honestly, yep. if, if Batman had been involved in some way in he this is. movie, I, let me finish. He I becomes, think sorry, sorry, sorry. if he had actually like been a presence like someone that was fighting the Joker, right. I think I would have liked it a little more, because honestly, it was probably the best origin story I've ever seen for a villain. Yeah. I think it just when I watched it, I go, at the end, look how happy he was when he finally gave up and ever and the rest society gave up with him. And that bothered me because I was like, what a terrible message to be sending people. Like I don't think that's the message though. And I get I, He's I, smiling I, I as res- he's seeing the yeah, streets in but chaos. That is a because uh, of what he did. But that's an unstable person. That's exactly. an unstable exactly. person. Exactly. He's not a hero. And the people are following it. It does it is hundred percent a, a, a message of what's going on right I, now. I, yeah, but I don't And it's scary. Right. And I think that probably is why I disliked it so the much. Because I, society. I, 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 I don't mirror, I, I, I'm I I don't like give, I don't like seeing people given that message. Um I, yes, the acting was fantastic. Yes, the cinematography, everything oh, about yeah. the movie the score was fantastic. Was great, the acting, yeah. everyone, everything. I just was like at the end of it, I was just like what message did that movie really tell people? Like, if any, I mean, but I am, and we'll move on right after this. Yeah. I am hoping that they were lying about all this, like, isn't connected to Bat- Pattinson's Batman because they showed young Batman the whole time in this movie. He's got to be connected to the Pat. This got to be connected to the Pattinson Batman, mm-hmm. and that that will end with finally seeing like where Joker is twenty years later or whatever, and then we get the next one because that. If that happens, I'm hyped. Yeah. Because I will say it's the best, one of the best Joker, like, he, yeah. Joaquin, when he was fully formed as Joker, was fantastic. But that's the thing, the Joker's got to come from somewhere. No, and I that get That was it. the origin story. And it's so- just, it's just mostly, ta- oh, like, taxi driver and blah, blah. Didn't he kill himself with being a taxi driver? No. Or isn't there, like, a death? He simulates it, which is what they do in the elevator as a reference to taxi driver. But he, but he never does, because he comes back to run, he comes back to, in whether you believe it or not, that ending, he picks up Sybil Shepherd again in the taxi at the end and smiles in the rearview mirror. So we're not to believe it. We I, don't, it's been so long since I've seen yeah, Taxi Driver. That's your decision whether you want to believe that that really happened or didn't. It's an Inception movie at the kind end of, of it. Oh, well, God damn it. Joker's an Inception movie too. How much of that is real oh, honestly, or not real? Honestly. Do you I, think he really got held up by those people out in the streets? I, I don't know. It's funny. I And maybe this makes me a bad movie watcher. I didn't even realize that that was supposed to signal that. Uh, spoiler alert again in case you're still listening to the spoiler review here. I didn't realize that that was all supposed to be in his head until I talked to my girlfriend like after the movie with the girlfriend stuff. And I was like, she was like, you realize that Zazy Beats was in his head? And I was like, oh, but wait, if she was in his head, was the Robert De Niro stuff in his head? Because he did, he did dream that whole scenario the first time he's on the show. And so then I was like, was this whole fucking movie in someone's head? God damn it. Now I hate this movie even more. 
Now on to Raw. No wonder you couldn't find Velasquez in a crowd. All right, let's move on to, to Raw. All right, uh, we got to start. We only have 30 minutes to run through Raw. So, yeah, we'll uh, uh, skip some of the unimportant yeah, yeah. things. Rusev came out. Uh, oh, and or I got beat up by a couple of guys from uh, Team Flair. That's Randy Orton and King Corbin, uh, you know, alluding to his the Bobby Lashley and Alana thing, which is absolutely terrible. I mean, you remove the – I almost want the Canellas thing back over this piece of garbage. Uh, but, yeah, this is – and he fought them off and whatever. Uh, and, you know, Bobby Lashley's in his – Little uh, thing with uh, Lana. I, I thought it was ridiculous. I loved how it was like everyone's like, well, <laughs> like my girlfriend was texting me or to asking it's me at home. So she terrible. Goes, what do you think WWE is going to do to like, you know, like change the conversation <laughs> yeah. after Hell in a Cell and kind of like make people think, you know, like bad, like kind of wipe the taste of that yeah. away from everyone? And I went, nothing. They're just going to do what they normally do. And yeah. she was like, you don't think. And I'm like, oh, I'm almost positive. Like, that's just what they'll do. They'll yep. just pretend like it didn't happen. Pretend like it didn't and, happen. And then, uh, maybe that and was a joke. Up, they just go into this lot of thing. Just double down. If you, no, like, <laughs> if, if you thought the ending of Hell in a Cell sucked, wait till we give you what we're going to start raw with. Now, I want to preface that by saying, I like this soap opera stuff. So I know it's very divisive. I know some people like me, my dad, it's we get a kick out of these kinds of things. I know the more hardcore wrestling types like Roka, who just want to see wrestling matches I the whole time. Storylines. Who mainly want to see good matches. Uh, they hate these kinds of things. Uh, I, yeah. I was cracking up at like Bobby Lashley just coming in like, oh, this robe? This means it's, this means I'm in your bedroom. This means I'm in your house. And then they're coming in and just lifting up the thing for Lana and Lana taking off her top. It kind of shows more proof of what I was talking about the other day that I really do think that they're going to try and show that Raw is yeah, the edgier clearly. product. Because you, you mentioned edgier, edge. Yeah. This is exactly what Edge and Lita did to Matt Hardy. This is the exact same thing. And after that feud was over, they doubled down. Remember that one? Live sex session. Yeah, the live sex session. Sex I, celebration. That, uh, that was, I stopped watching for a while after that. What? Yeah, I thought that was the dumbest thing in the world. And I'm I love Edge. We both have famous moments in WWE history yeah. that are beloved by many. Yeah. That we both stopped watching because of. I, I love Edge and Lita. I totally love Edge and Lita. Legends. I've interviewed Edge. He's a fantastic guy. But that was, I was like, eh, I don't need to watch anymore. If this Mine was when Jeff going, Hardy lost to The Undertaker in that ladder match oh, on yeah. Raw. And oh, people yeah. loved it. I yeah. was so mad. Stopped watching. Um, so at least we're both on that, that same fair. page there. But I, I laughed. I was cracking up this whole thing. And honestly, at least they're going a different angle where, like, the, the, the way that uh, <laughs> the way that she's going to get Rusev to remember the inner Bulgarian brute inside of him to stop being funny Rusev Day man uh, and to be the, the angry man again is to is to cuck him out. I love that that's the, that's the vibe there because I did laugh that he was so mad about it that he just ruined Randy Orton and, and Baron Corbin. Yeah. So if that's what they're going to do, if that's her new Rusev crush, is by just showing her on another man... I don't know, that's kind of a funny twist. Yeah, but it's going to lead to a boring Bobby Lashley-Rusev match, so who cares? But that being said, if this puts Rusev over again, I'm all for it. Also, He looked fantastic. And also, Lashley needs a mouthpiece. He does. Uh, if, 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 if this is the new thing that, that they're doing with him, honestly, Lashley was hilarious on the blue carpet before SmackDown this week that I did. I, I posted it on the, uh, on the Wrestling Sheet YouTube, I'm sorry, Wrestling Sheet uh, Twitter page, and him and Lana were hilarious together. Like, yeah. He was talking about how like Lana leveled up and all this kind of stuff. They're a funny pair together, and that's just from a week of them knowing each other. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think there's good potential here. All right, fair. I, 
totally disagree with you. All right. Natty Shocker. And, Natty, yeah, Natty and Lacey uh, do uh, this last woman standing match. I am going to shock you again. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Killed it. I was so surprised how much it was. I was ready. To, I mean, I was ready to change or fast forward. And it just, it, it, it was really well done. And all props to Natty for taking the bumps that she took. Uh, Natty's not a spring chicken. And when you get older, and especially years of taking bumps and wrestling, that wears on you. And, you know, and so seeing her be willing to take all those hits, all props to her. And Lacey taking the loss, that was really shocking. I thought they were going to put an exclamation point on this and be done with it. Uh, but Lacey ends up getting the victory. I mean, uh, Natty ends up getting the victory. I thought so, too. I thought that it was going to be Lacey wins, and mm-hmm. then they finally move on from each other. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think they really, they both brought it. Uh, you know, some people maybe didn't like it, but I, I, I thought they brought it. I thought they did a good job of, uh, of, of really showing that the, the intensity, both of them. Yes. Yeah. Um, I loved that moment where, where Lacey threw Natalia to the stage at, at wall. That's now like a, a half pipe. Mm-hmm. So when she threw her into the wall, Natty just slid down like a slide. Yeah. When she went, that was hilarious. And dude, the power bomb off the stage. Oh, I was incredible. To end the match. That was pretty badass yeah. for those two ladies, yeah. man. Like yeah. I liked it. I don't disagree. That I thought it was fantastic yeah. as well. Uh, let's see. Let's move on. Uh, Alistair Black. <sighs> more, more fight me promos, which finally led to something. We're going to jump around here, so this is going to make it work. Uh, all he did like a couple of these fight me promos. He did and, one, and then he had the second one where second it's like, one, right. never mind, I'm coming out, which was like. You just negated your first promo, though. Right. What was the point of the first one, then? And the Singh brothers were there, and he demolished the Singh brothers really quickly, so great waste of time, and we'll move on. I don't know. I mean... Is there anything anything from this? I like Aleister Black, so I'd like to see Aleister Black get established again, because it kind of felt like they were doing like a, a combine of sorts before the draft to kind of show who the, some of the like big players should mm. be in the upcoming draft on sure. Friday. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was what it was. I thought the, there was a little bit too much time wasted, mainly because I didn't understand the point of... The first promo, if you were just going to have the second promo that says, I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, real impatient. It wasn't that long between promos if yeah. you were actually waiting. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, that part was a little silly. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't I, – I, I like seeing Aleister Black on the show again, but – Right. A little too much. Yeah, don't disagree. Viking Raiders took on the uh, tag, the Raw Tag Team Champions here, Ziggler and Rude. This was a good match as yep. well. Uh, uh, and the Warriors get the victory. So now they're going to fight for the title next week on Raw. Titles next week on Raw. But I thought overall, what have we been saying, right? Give them again, give them better competition. They're going to show what they got. And they really did against these guys. Is it titles or title? Tag Team Titles? I think it's a tag team title. No, tag team titles. Trust me, I, I get very confused about it's this. two belts. It's a plural thing. I'm pretty sure you say you can win tag it. team championships. No, you don't say you, don't, you say the tag team championship. It's tag team championship. It's tag team titles because there's two of them. Right. But why collectively one? Because it's overall is a championship, but you get a title for the championship. So you get two titles for a championship when you're a tag team person. That is fucking yeah. Confusing. That's how it works, son. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yes, I, I agree with you. I, honestly, just give them the belts. The the, the, yeah. the Viking Raiders are an over team right now. They have co- awesome uh, tag team maneuvers. I, I think they're two imposing forces. Um, I think they stand out. They look like professional wrestlers. Yeah, and yeah. that's not to say that Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler do not. No. I just think that the Viking Raiders um, bring something different. If you want Raw to look a little different than it's looked mm-hmm. over the past few years under the guise of Heyman... Give it to the Viking Raiders. Yep. They're a young, fresh team that nobody doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 
You've got, you've already. This is what I think is happening. I think that they win. At, that they're going to win the tag team titles, wow. and that's what these AOP uh, vignettes have been oh. about. That's why they've been building AOP up as well. They stopped positioning the Viking Raiders as heels. They have pushed them more yeah, they faces. Have their faces. Now we've got AOP as heels, and then after the Viking Raiders win the tag team titles, AOP reemerges, and we've okay. got a long AOP. Uh, versus Viking Raiders feud that I think will uh, rule ass, as they say. Oh, rule, rule ass. All right, fair enough. Uh, in the bat, we have a couple of interviews here with Tyson Fury. He's there with the kids and his wife and uh, 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 Strowman in the back there. Strowman trying to play it off saying, I was just having fun with the guy. Why is he taking it so seriously? Tyson's like, oh, no, no, he put his hands on me. This is a big deal, blah, blah, blah. This is crazy to me for so many reasons. And probably I would have felt, if I was a sports columnist back in the 70s or 60s when, when uh, Ali fought Aoki, I would have said this same thing. Why, as a uh, Inoki, a, a, uh, sorry, Inoki. Inoki, sorry, Inoki. As a uh, currently fighting uh, uh, top heavyweight boxer, are you putting your body at risk in a situation like this? I don't understand, and it leads to an explosive ending of Raw. But like to me, this is so dangerous. I just think this is so dangerous because a. Anything can happen in a ring. We've seen wrestlers with all kinds of experience get hurt in random moments. The the Sid Vicious jumping, just jumping off the second rope and snapping his ankle. That's it. And he's as tall as Tyson Fury, if not if not them being taller than him. Yeah. So you've seen things like that. So I think this is a dangerous, dangerous thing that Tyson is doing. I don't know. I, if I was his, if I was his manager, I'd be losing my freaking mind like Mickey and Rocky. Mm, I disagree on that on on the manager side of things because Ty, while Tyson Fury is a big name in the UK. Um, He's a big name in boxing, but boxing is not really the same. Like the same. All right, so Cain Velasquez is a world beater, but, yeah, because but UFC, Tyson isn't. Because UFC is way bigger than boxing in 2019. You're insane. Go ahead. Wait, did you not uh, just see the Triple G match? Did you not just see all these middleweight championships and John Porter? And do you want to go look at those pay per view numbers versus the UFC pay per view numbers? If you want to pretend like boxing you, is anywhere near the level of MMA in 2019, you just threw SmackDown numbers at me to claim that they did better than AEW. You can't run, turn around and not say that numbers don't matter when it comes to boxing versus UFC. I would guarantee you. That okay. if you compare the numbers, the boxing would be nowhere near the level of UFC. We are going to do that. I don't. If, uh, I, I already know I'm right. On the pro, I'm going to write a post on pro wrestling. <laughs> There's machine. a reason that nobody pays attention to what happens in boxing anymore. Oh my god. Anyway, all right, go ahead. I'm yeah. not wrong. You, you are wrong. The numbers. Boxing is almost on the brink of dying. It isn't actually. You, you, that's just the that's the fallacy that people don't understand. I mean, I, we get it. You're a boxing fan, but, t- but but clearly there were, there was, there's a reason why boxing is not as well regarded as it when is, the, is highly regarded as it used to be. When the Klitschko's had the belts, yes. Now, no. Anthony Joshua, uh, Tyson Fury. Now with the upset that Ruiz did on Anthony Joshua, it's massive. You've, you just had Pacquiao uh, defeat the undefeated Keith Thurman. You just had Sean Porter battle with Errol Spence Jr. in an incredible match. And then Triple wait, G last night. Those not, pay-per-view numbers okay, are in the it, millions. That's what I'm telling you. You're not understanding what I'm UFC's saying. UFC's in the 500,000s or 200,000s. If Ronda isn't on it, UFC doesn't sell. If McGregor isn't on it, UFC doesn't right. sell. Well, I'll show you the numbers afterwards. Okay, I'll show you the numbers afterwards. It's not even comparable. They'd say, exactly. Boxing is so much better. All right, let's, <laughs> let's move on. You're insane. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait to see the YouTube comments here because yeah, everyone like already loves to make fun of you for how when you throw out fake facts like that. I don't throw fake facts. The, the, the YouTube comments are going to be great. When, what when, fake facts have I thrown out? I'd love to see people. Saying that boxing is making more money than UFC or even on the same level as UFC in 2019. You're insane. All right, let's move on. What, what, what else do you want uh, to talk about? To answer what, we were, to, to yeah. what I was trying to say, 
before you threw out those crazy statements, is that uh, because boxing is not as big in the United States as it used to be, uh, and because Tyson Fury is a much bigger deal in the UK, uh, I think they're using WWE to up his status in the in, in the United States so he can people can see him for the showman that he is. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Rey Mysterio comes out and gets interviewed with about Dominic. Though Lesnar brutalized Dominic, and then of course uh, pitches Kane, and Kane's gonna be who doesn't show up in the, at all. Didn't show up at all. Lesnar didn't show up at all. Uh, so, uh, so there you go. Well, he's on SmackDown now. Who is? Well, probably. All right. He's the WWE champion. We can play both. You we actually it? didn't even talk about that on the W when we talked about all of SmackDown. The fact. Kofi oh my god, we like should talk about minutes. that. Let's talk about in one that. Minute. 11 seconds. 11 seconds. It was disgusting. And no matter what Daniel Bryan's tweet is, which is a really sweet tweet to Kofi, it was that was a terrible decision. But I thought this I thought WWE from Friday on absolutely made the worst decisions they could have made about a number of the big endings of their shows. And I was just surprised overall. Uh anyway, all right. Uh let's move on here. No, no, so, and, uh, yeah, so I, honestly, I've been saying on this recap show for a long time. That I thought that's what was going to happen on this show. That sure, I thought Brock Lesnar was going to be Kofi. Seconds. I will say the one. Yes, I agree. I think that it would have been better if they. What they should, in my opinion, what would have been better is if Kofi had kicked out of like five F fives. Then I would have been like, I think it would have helped his the, the, yes. the, the, the people who were angry a little more if he had like kicked out. Brock gets angry, doesn't he? Kicks right. out. Brock is angry, doesn't does three in a row and then pins him. I think. Um, I think people would have been less angry about the yeah. situation. Yeah, agreed. All right, anyway, Lucha House Party takes on the OC. Well, I don't know what you want to talk about that. The OC wins. Uh, big deal. Uh, let's talk about a recap of Sasha and Becky. They That was a fantastic match. We already talked about that. Miz TV welcomes out Becky with Charlotte. They go at it verbally about who's the better champion, who's the more whatever prominent champion, and then the Kabuki Warriors come out full heel, fresh off their victory to Hell in a Cell, wearing those SmackDown tag team. Oh, I'm sorry, wearing the, the women's tag team championships uh and uh they verbally challenged them in japanese uh which i thought was great and making fun of them over there's nothing worse than being being made fun of by somebody who's speaking to another person in a different language that you can't understand (laughs) there's nothing that insults you more because you can't even figure out what to be offended by (laughs) that's such a good point (laughs) yeah absolutely and i liked it because it it just felt so much more natural and the fact that you couldn't understand them either you're like well what are they even right what are they saying it sounds mean, though. I like it. It's like, very mean. Yeah, uh, but I, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I like put translations. But That's I like Grover was can. saying too. Yeah. But you know they do that. Their their mind is going to turn into like um, um, Kai and Tai, where it's just like Bruce Pritchard in the back being like, oh, do, 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 indeed. <laughs> uh, uh, then the Becky calls out Oscar because she's sick of it, but uh, and says, uh, "Come get some. I've been waiting for this." Then they rush the ring and uh, beat each other up all over Miz TV set, and then we come back and the match. Uh, uh, happens and this is a good damn match even though the way it ends with the muda uh, uh green missed again which somehow the referee keeps missing as a disqualification thing um i thought this set the table really well for these two to go at it down the road in terms of oscar and becky but also the kabuki warriors versus sasha i mean versus becky and charlotte i look forward to that uh down the road as well uh what'd you think i also thought it was a great match mm. i thought the two them or the two teams did a killer job i'm liking the heel antics of kabuki warriors yeah. um Kyrie was doing some fun stuff to kind of play up that she's a that she's a heel now. I, I, I and honestly, the the Miz TV thing with with Becky, yeah, talking about Oscar. I feel like they're they're building towards that being the next feud yep. of, of Becky of versus Oscar. Even though Oscar has the women's tag titles, and that needs to be a thing. I I, I think that 
Um, Asuka has every, you know, character-wise in kayfabe sense, she has every reason to yep. want to 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 get revenge against Becky, and take that title from Becky. Yep. She's been sitting on the sidelines this whole time. Um, so yeah, I I personally believe that that's going to be awesome. And so I, yeah, I'm pumped about that. Yeah, uh, this is what I look forward to overall. Yeah, this match because like if Becky's going to keep elevating herself, the challengers have to keep getting better and better, right? Oscar was this great undefeated uh, champion for a very long time at NXT and into WWE. So bringing her back into prominence, showing what she can do, and even having her take the belt off Becky once and for all would be something incredible to watch. See Oscar be double belted at some point. That would be such a blast to see happen and maybe have her wrestle twice in one pay-per-view to defend both titles. That'd be fantastic as well. So overall, I'm a big fan of this. I, initially, I didn't like the heel turn, but now I'm coming around to because Kari Sane is doing a great job being the giggling little thing. Uh, I'm just making fun of you. That just gets right under your nerves or right under your skin. So I love that. It's making right. me mad because I'm trying to find, I'm looking at my phone to see if I can find anything. And it's so hard to find which one's like more popular right now. No, really? Yeah, you would think it'd be easy to find if one was more popular than the other. Uh, well, no, there's just lots of articles that are comparing the two. Yeah, there are. I love that he acts like he's 100% right when he knows he's not. There's nothing wrong with I believe in myself. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we waste he's time. All cocky when he's not even, his point is even being proven and he's acting all cocky over I'm here. Yellow, what do you want? Uh, <laughs> Apollo Crews and Ricochet, uh, this was a waste of a match other than, like you said, just showing off what Apollo Crews can do before the draft. Uh, where everybody knows what Ricochet can do. Um, and then we go into the Jerry Lawler situation. What's going on? I'm sorry, what's going on? No, it's just saying. Oh, okay. Was- uh, and we're going to the Jerry Lawler situation, and he brings out Tyson Fury, uh, and they go at it. Uh, 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 oh, no, he interviews him there, and then Strowman comes out in the middle of Tyson's reaction. Uh, they go face-to-face. Strowman, once again, tries to defend it, saying, hey, I was just making fun, but I didn't think it was a big deal. And then uh, Tyson goes back at him and says, how many heavyweight titles have you won? Boom! And then pushes him, and here we go. This was insane and so dangerous also wait if you love boxing so much why are you so against this tyson fury thing i think because it's dangerous i think Ty- and also because and let why me be, do you care on, about on. tyson then, fury's future and let me t- let me be honest with you because tyson's been very very open about her men his mental health struggles and he's uh, talked about it it was one of the reasons when he uh fought uh, a few a year ago or two he went into a deep depression and uh-huh. he spoke about climbing out of the deep depression what it took for him okay. so for me uh, i cheer for him from that place and he had he had been doing some weird stuff and been really strange and it was because he hadn't addressed his mental health stuff and okay. they finally did take the medication and he's doing well and you see him being happy and he fought a hell of a fight against Deontay Wilder and people are looking forward to that rematch and I think that guy can actually cl- climb all the way back to win his title and get back to that place of prominence so I cheer for him as a person because of that because not a lot of boxers are really open about the mental health they go- stuff they go through so to me he's won my heart because of that and I think it's dangerous for him to be involved in something like this because you could get hurt. A wrestler could trip and fall on his leg or his knee or his ankle. That could send him into an injury place. And if he goes into an injury place, would that send him back into a mental health or depression place? I don't want that to happen. So, And you don't think me, that's kind of like overthinking it a little bit considering he's just going to be doing like it's not like there's never been anyone famous that's like done an appearance well, wrestling. Look, I, I, I'd love to be a 20-year-old and not care about the world, but I'm at my age and I look at things in a bigger perspective. And so for me, I worry about him because of that. I mean, like that's Mayweather is like a quarter of the size of Big Show and he did just fine. Yeah, absolutely. Mayweather's a whole other animal because he doesn't take about he doesn't talk about anything with his mental health. No, I know, I but care what is about it? I'm talking about the injury about factor of things. 
No, but you you saw those guys who fought in the Royal Rumble, those NFL guys. They all were injured afterwards. What? They all. Lawrence Taylor said he was he was he couldn't walk for two weeks. Uh, somebody else said I forget who else was involved in it. It takes a whole extra level, and that's respect to the wrestlers. Boxing is not. Yeah, wrestling. You realize he's not doing like a full wrestling match. Right? I don't know what he's going to do. He's not going to do a whole wrestling match. Yeah. Three weeks he's a later, boxer, three weeks later, have in a pay per view. Watch WWE. It's like you've never. Sometimes I feel like I'm like. Never what are you talking about? You act like there's never been a celebrity that's been in a match before. No, I'm not. Wait, you just said he's not going to be in a match. No, I'm just saying he's not going to be wrestling and doing body slams and fucking doing He's going to come in. He's going to do a few things. We're going to tag mad, punch a few times. He's not going to be, like, doing all this stuff that you're, like, you're worried about his well-being. Like, like I, I'm so confused to why you're taking this on such a macro level of, like, you're worried about this guy's future as opposed to just, yeah. like, whether you enjoyed watching this fun segment between the two yeah, of them. I'm sorry I can't it's, just remove things and look at it in what? a vacuum. I'm sorry I can't do that. I'm sorry I have to look at it with more factors involved, especially with all those wrestlers in the ring. What happened to Becky? All those wrestlers came in with the Nia situation. Nia punched her in the nose, broke her fucking nose. That's why we like wrestling, though. Yeah, but I don't want what? the wrestling to be to affect or hurt this guy who is on his way back to a place of prominence for himself that I think that I think he's earned. That's my that's my concern. I just can't think of a time a celebrity came into WWE and did an appearance and got injured. I mean, The Rock, the he's Rock. a wrestler. He was a wrestler, and he was doing wrestler stuff. Like, and he, right. But it had been a while. Yeah, but that's The Rock, and he was doing wrestler stuff. Yeah, like, okay. you know, he, this, Tyson Fury's not going to be doing rock bottoms and stuff. Like, you I know? know. Well, rock bottoms is easy. The yeah, body still- slam is where I think you're right. But, but celebrities have come in and, actual, and had actual fights and did wrestling moves in those fights before. And they didn't get injured. Yeah, I guess. Leno didn't get injured, did that's he? That's the whole point of, nah. like, I don't know. I just I, I I'm confused as to why it's like I can have I a didn't con- like it. No, no, I'm just, I just I have a concern. I understand being concerned right. with the guy, but it's weird to be like I didn't like it because of these things that like, have nothing to do with what I watched like Tyson on Tyson coming out. I didn't care because Tyson was because the baddest man like on the planet. No, no, because he's the baddest man on the planet, and I know he can handle himself. That wouldn't be an issue. Seven feet tall. I know, but Tyson, giant dude. Somebody could fall on his knee. That's all I'm getting at. The danger that could come with that. And watching him clawed around the ring with Strowman didn't give me any more confidence that he wouldn't injure himself. So I'm just saying. I love the segment. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I like those kind of big pull-apart brawls because I like when there's someone who, you know, for me, a lot of times one of the things that's important for me mm-hmm. is believability of, like, if I think the people in the ring fighting between the two of them would actually be a fight. Like, yeah. if it would actually matter. If these two guys were going up against each other, would one be able to actually hold their own? And that believability factor is is, is something that is very important to me while watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that I can never watch a small guy versus a big guy because guys like Rey Mysterio, that's why I like guys like Rey Mysterio because they show that they can uh, hang and, and use that to their advantage, their, their height or whatever. But uh, yeah. So I liked seeing a guy like Tyson Fury who you know... Uh, can kick ass being held up against, you know, being face to face with Braun and it taking so many people to hold them back. Um, I liked it. It got me hyped for whatever they're going to do with the two of them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, there you go. Well, all right, that's that's raw for you. The recap, uh, the Joker review, the Hell in a Cell review, uh, the SmackDown review, the Wrestling Sheet the debate, AEW versus TNT review. Uh, 
let's see. Uh, UFC 237, 813,000 views. 813 from, uh, from 2019. That's from Mario, May of 2019. UFC 2 with BJ Penn, Clay Goody, Antonio, Rogério Nogueira, all those guys fighting. I'm just saying. It's less than a million. There was one interview that was less than a million? It's an example. There were a number of them. I bet you can find way more boxing pay-per-views that were less than that. Okay. I guarantee it. Okay. There's no way. In 2019. You're talking about You said 2019. That's what we'll look at. I guarantee it. In 2019, yeah, boxing is not as as big as UFC. Mm -hmm. Yes, it it still does well on pay-per-view and stuff, but I'm I'm just saying that more people... It is more boxing is not as popular as UFC. Where, what are you it's basing not. that on? Life. No one talks about okay. boxing. I'm using facts, but you want to use life. That's no, fine. I'm talking about the fact that nobody talks about boxing. You never hear about boxing. You ever. you can't talk about it because you're not a sports guy. No, I so can't talk about it because people I am part of the public. I am part of the public. Yeah, but you don't like sports. I like. So no I one like talk about sports. sports. I like UFC. I'm very aware of those kinds of things. You're aware of UFC? Yes, yeah, sure. I'm, because it's being part of the mainstream. But you're not aware of boxing. Boxing is not part of the mainstream. But it is. It's not. It's you just not part of your mainstream. You watch it. No, but I'm. I'm a regular sports guy. So I am part of the mainstream. We cover and I am it. telling you that new, we I, cover the mainstream can't name any boxer outside of Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather. Okay. And how many uh, current fighters could the mainstream name? Of UFC? Yeah. So many more. Current. So many more. Okay. All right. Way more. Once you get past McGregor, I'd be shocked that the mainstream could name someone that currently fights. Maybe Khabib. Maybe. Way more bo- than boxers. You're insane. You got right. two boxers. Anyway, there we go. That's the end of our recap because we've been talking way long. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos. That's where you can find my interview with Triple H, Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Bianca Belair, uh, Johnny Gargano. I left that one out too oh, earlier. Um, I'm going to post another interview today with Candice LeRae. I interviewed Bianca Belair and Street Profits as well. They're all on there. Um, I also have more interviews to come later in the week that I shot on the blue carpet. There's two specifically, one with Baron Corbin and one with Goldberg that I like a lot. So keep your eyes out on the Wrestling Sheet YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to the channel so you can see them when they go up. Like the videos, comment as well. But if you just want to listen uh, to these shows and eventually those interviews as well on the podcast feed, just search on your favorite podcast platform from Wrestling Sheet Radio. That's right. You can follow him at Ryan Said. Follow me at The Roka Says, and I'll tell you about all the networks that carry boxing and the two networks that carry UFC. Tell you the popularity. That'd be DAZN. That doesn't mean that'd anything. That'd be HBO, Showtime, which is, Fox, which, uh, DAZN, all kinds which is of stuff. a streaming service that yep. people have to specifically get. That, that doesn't show shit. That's what Canelo is on, and you can only watch his matches on DAZN yeah, and Triple G as well. Because they their own streaming service because the other people didn't give a shit No, about because it. there's enough people that would be interested to stream it and watch it at 10 UFC's month. had their own streaming service for years. Yeah, let's look at the numbers on that. All right, that, that's it. We're done. We're out of here. We'll probably settle this debate on social media, so look for that, and uh, take care of yourselves. We'll talk to you next week. I don't know what's happening. Ryan will release the schedule soon. I'm working on it. Yeah, there's yeah, things there's so I much behind the scenes. I'm working on it. <laughs> so much that he's had to carry, uh, you know, and so far he's had to go, so give him a break. He'll have something coming out soon. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. 
quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 